Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Come in. Oh my God. Oh my God, that's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest? Doing this Halloween point. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Young Persons Radio. This is the only show on the airwaves where you, the listener, are guaranteed to be cooler than the host. That's right. I say it every week, and if you uh, if you lasted through me and Maggie Sirota talking about uh, uh, Twin Peaks uh, for uh, uninterrupted without phone calls for an hour last week. Uh, then you certainly know that the tagline of this show is proved time and time again every week. My name is Colby Smith. I am the host of this program. I will be here until 11 o'clock, at which point we will be followed by Points of Order, the great sports talk show. I talk about them every week, and every week they get better and better. We are then followed at, they are then followed at noon by The Stroll Show, where we interview local bands. And they are followed at one o'clock by Objection to the Rule, which is Radio Free Brooklyn's uh, sort of answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. So we have all of your bases covered this morning on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's part of our astonishing 12 hour block of talk shows this and every Sunday right here on the network. So do not touch that dial. Our number has changed, my friends, my friends, my John McCain in the, the, you know, you remember when, let's do some 2008 election material this morning. You remember when John McCain kept calling everybody his friends at that town hall debate and everyone was like, ooh. <laughs> I'm not going to make the same mistakes. The number has changed. The number now, for this week and this week only, we have a special call-in number. Next week it will be different, so be sure to listen closely. But this week it is 718 928 9732. That's 718-928-9732. This is a throwback to the early days of the show. Uh, this is the first call-in number we had. And uh, uh, as I mentioned last week, our call-in number, our usual one, is having some technical difficulties. But this is a, uh, this is not 718-WAVY-C. 718-WAVY-S-E-A. So give us a call if you want to join into the fun. And boy, are we going to have a lot of fun today. But you know another time that we're going to have fun? I know I do, and that's Tuesday, September 26th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Footlight Bar in Ridgewood, Queens. Now, why do I bring this date up? Well, uh, yours truly is co-hosting along with uh, uh, former uh, past guest on this show and uh, current host, on the network as uh, of Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. We, together, are co-hosting the first ever Radio Free Brooklyn Comedy Showcase, which takes place, again, Tuesday, September 26th, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the 
foot light bar in Ridgewood. Now, the comedians featured on this include Matt Strickland of MTV, who has also been a guest on this program. Elise Morales of uh, uh, numerous credits, uh, the, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Uh, she was on Difficult People. Uh, she's been in all kinds of great stuff. Uh, she will be there as well. Claire O'Kane will be there of uh, Vice and Vice Land. And finally, uh, Emmy Blotnick, uh, who has written for The President Show, has written for The Roast of Rob Lowe, has written for a number of uh, great things. She's also one of my favorite stand-ups uh, going in the city right now. So I'm very excited to welcome her uh, on behalf of the station and, uh, and every, along with everybody else. So please mark your calendars. I'll be co-hosting with uh, Lisa Levy for the Radio Free Brooklyn Comedy Showcase September 26th. That's a Tuesday at 7 p.m. at the Footlight Bar in Ridgewood. Now, I mentioned that you can call into this program. You can also email us at ypr at radiofreebrooklyn.org. That's .org, ypr at radiofreebrooklyn.org. Now, my guest today is a wonderful comedian and writer who can be seen every month as a cast member of Lo-Fi, the best goddamn sketch show going in the city right now. He is also a staffer uh, doing social media at The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and a, uh, a, a general man about town, I would say. Please welcome to the program, Noah Gebstad. Hello. Hey, there you are. Hi. How's it going? Good. You're sounding good. You're sounding good on I'm that. I'm sounding mic. good. Yeah. Do I yeah. get closer? Or? No, that's that's that. I, is... You know what? I would say that's perfect right there. Oh, even Noah. Okay. Hello. Welcome to Young Persons Radio. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited you're here. I'm very excited. We have so much to talk about. You're going to give us the industry goss. <laughs> <laughs> All of my. <laughs> <laughs> on the late night, the late night talk show circuit, oh, which yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I assume is, uh, you know, uh, which Tumblr posts are doing better. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You've worked at Tonight Show for uh, how long now? Several years. Four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had, you had, you started there as an intern. This is, I feel like this is a, a, a fairly common, I guess, show business story. Yeah. You got your, you got your foot in the door as a young college boy <laughs> coming over from, uh, from Michigan. Yep. Uh, take it from there. Yeah. And. 2012, I was, uh, I met a guy at college named Michael Jordan. Okay. Not the Michael Jordan. No, of course not. (laughs) I didn't think, I didn't think Michael Jordan (laughs) had like a a job lined up for you at the Tonight Show. Hey man, who knows? Uh, but he put me in touch with someone at the show and I like kept emailing, emailing and eventually... They're like, oh, can you come in for an interview? And I didn't think about like the logistics, and I was just like, of yeah. course. <laughs> and then me and four friends like piled into a car and drove through the night to New York. Oh wow! For one day, so I could go to this interview. So it, it was like a next day thing. Yeah, it was like just like okay, be here tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, oh sounds god. good. Oh my god, that's <laughs> awesome. So and that and then yeah, I interned in, uh, there in 2012 for mm-hmm. eight months. This was like towards the end of your college career. Yeah, right? it was okay, just like yeah. it, it was the summer and fall of my senior year. Mm-hmm. So I like stayed out here and like slept on the couch and right. it was great. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's a show business story, man. Yeah, and then yeah, then when I went back to school 
and mm-hmm. got an email from my old boss that was just like, what are you doing right now? And I was like, <laughs> graduating. And she's like, all right, be here tomorrow. Really? It was I, that quick? It, 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 to, to interview for it again. Yeah. But then I had to be like, well, I have to like go to graduation, but then I can be <laughs> there. And she's like, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can graduate. But it was, yeah, it's, it was, it's been a very like crazy few years yeah i can very imagine fast pace but i can imagine yeah like wouldn't trade it for the world yeah yeah i mean does it go because you go when you're staffed on a show like this you have uh you know have, you have like weeks of hiatus every so often yeah. uh but while you're there i mean you you're in this position where you have to be you're watching the show every night you yeah because uh, you, you're live tweeting it you're, you're uh you know so that is is that intense like yeah yeah it, yeah it, it's it's definitely you feel as though you've run like a race at the end of the day. Right. Like I come home, I'm just like like sore, but uh-huh. I've like, <laughs> been sitting at a desk all day. But right. like you're just so like tense, and you're running around, and there's like deadlines, and you have to get this thing to this person, and like go and film this thing with mm-hmm. this guest, and like it it can get very chaotic, and like you feel like you're balancing a lot of plates, but yeah, at the end of the day, like you also feel very like. Like that was that was fun. Yeah, like that was like that. They that chaos. Like I'm kind of like I'm addicted to it now. I think I'm yeah. very much like okay. Like I'm excited. And like oh, tomorrow's gonna be a busy show. Like sweet. Like yeah. Because now, like when you find yourself like with moments of free time, you're kind of like okay. Like like twiddling your thumbs. You're like right. okay. Like what what now? What now? Yeah. So I'm so glad that you said uh, film this thing with this guest. Because I wanted to pimp you into telling your story of uh, of meeting Jeff Foxworthy, <laughs> if that's okay, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so you get to uh, not to uh, you, you get to occasionally film like the online extras, yeah, uh, with with the guests. So our so yeah. our team, like one of the aspects of our job too, is that we get to as a uh, we we get to pitch our boss. Uh, ideas and then she approves certain ideas and then we work with other departments to pitch those to guests and then uh-huh. have some extra content like on our YouTube as like web exclusives uh, and we all get to film that and they're pitch these like fun weird original like web exclusive ideas and we I went down with we pitched one to Jeff Foxworthy about I think it was like the worst time he's ever bombed on stage okay and be like okay uh, so I went down and filmed the video with him it was going fine uh two like a two minute video and then i was like okay that that's great thanks so much and uh-huh. jeff, was, uh, jeff was like no 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 where are you from <laughs> and i was like uh michigan and he was like uh yeah you you, you sound like you don't you're not from here <laughs> like, oh, thanks and then he was like uh you know i i, I came up with uh the you might be a redneck jokes in Michigan. <laughs> I was like, no kidding. <laughs> and then he was, and then he was just like, and he was like, yeah, now uh, I, I I forgot how it got brought up, but he was like, yeah, I I I have some farmland uh-huh. up there. <laughs> and then I was like, well, I worked on a farm in high school, and yeah. he was like, what kind? And I was like, oh, some livestock. But <laughs> we got into like very like. Like base level, uh-huh. like, I was like, I hope he asks no more questions because, yeah. like, I, <laughs> I don't have the knowledge to continue this conversation. The thing I love about that story is that you you see Jeff Foxworthy on stage, yeah, and you think, is this a carefully put together like character yeah. or act or whatever? Because like Larry the Cable Guy's like exactly. fake. He doesn't sound like that. Like that's not his real voice. Yeah, like, it's very yeah, much it's like, a, a, like a fake act. Yeah, that, like. Uh, 
but but it's it just confirms everything you think yeah is fake about Jeff Foxworthy is real <laughs> like he that's like that's how he has his moments with people as he talks about his <laughs> it was a very it was very kind it was it was I was like all right like thank that was nice very nice of you yeah <laughs> now you Noah mm-hmm. dad dot com yes <laughs> uh you got to go to the creative arts emmys i did last week now you and i haven't talked about this yet no i want to hear how it was it was so much fun i'm sure it was, it was so much fun i'm still like it it's surreal like that i'm like still curious if that like timeline happened to me at all yeah uh but i'm like very lucky to be a part of it with like everyone that went like from the show like so so it was just like yeah i'm like speechless about it because yeah. it was just i got to wear a tuxedo yeah haven't done that since i was like six for like a wedding and now you now you own a tuxedo right no now I, hollywood's changed you oh no I now you're it. like i got a tuxedo in my glove compartment <laughs> i rented it uh, 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 it was yeah I got to wear, I wore velvet slip-on loafers. I oh haven't stopped God. talking about those because it was so <laughs> nice. They were so comfortable. Um, yeah, I, we, we went like went to the award show. It was hosted by Rachel from, I forget her last name, from Crazy, from Crazy Ex- Ex-Girlfriend? Yeah. 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 And she, Rachel Bloom. Rachel Bloom, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, but she had a great opening number like they did. She had a musical number, of course. That's it was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just, and then, like, my boss made fun of me, because she was like, oh, like, I kept looking back at you, and your, like, just mouth was open, in just, like, awe of everything, from, like, beginning <laughs> to end of the night. Uh, yeah, everything, everything, none of it made sense. I was like, why, like, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, the after party was cra- crazy. They were pl- they had violinists uh, on a rotating stage doing violin covers of like popular like i think they they did like uptown funk and like oh my god it was great it was yeah and it was just like super like you've the whole night felt very fancy well like, yeah it was such a you fancy got those night. velvet slip on <laughs> yeah shoes. <laughs> oh i went my fa- the favorite story from the night is we were at the after party mm-hmm. or like the ball where you can have dinner and stuff right and i'm like okay we're about to have dinner i'll go and get a glass of wine like have a glass of wine it'll be great uh so I go up to the bar, I'm like, could I have a, a glass of the red wine? Mm. And uh, uh, the the lady looks at me and was like, I'm going to need a CID. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I, and I have a very young young face. You do. I have a it's baby true. face. Yeah. Uh, but you're also very tall. Like, I, I would never see you and think, look at this tall kid. <laughs> but... And then she, I was like, oh my, I, I brought, I think like I, I brought like $20 in a, like a credit card just to be, cause I was like, I don't know. I've never been here. I don't know yeah, what, yeah. like what they'll like I need. Uh, and she, she brought her boss over and he was like, is he of age? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> and they were just like, yeah, we can't give you a glass of wine. Oh my God. So they didn't give you one. You like, didn't I didn't get, get a glass of wine. That's nuts. I had to go to a, there was like there was like different bar stations. It was a huge uh-huh. it was a huge room. So I had to just walk to another bar and they I, I got a glass of wine. Yeah, they didn't nice even glass ask. of wine with dinner. Yeah, uh, but wow. I was so just like, what's going on? Well, there's the there's the back down to earth moment. Yeah, there's just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. Uh, 
I don't like. I'm very. I I, I watch Adventure Time here and there. Mm-hmm. And I think like the writing and like illustrating is really cool, but like I haven't seen it in a while. It's like one of those things. Like a friend's like, "Oh, you got to see this episode." I'm like, "Heck yeah!" Like I really like that show. Yeah, like, we yeah. should watch it. But the creator had won that night and went to the after party. Oh, cool! And I was like, "Hey, like, great! Like, it was, uh, congratulations! <laughs> like, great show, great writing." And he was like, let me draw you a doodle. <laughs> and he drew me a little doodle. Oh my God. That was like the most like, that was the craziest thing. It was just like, where am I right now? <laughs> it's the idea that he just does that to anyone, <laughs> just like, uh, anyone who says, hey, I like the show. <laughs> that's probably how he got the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just doodling everybody. He was everybody. just doodling everybody. Yeah, yeah, he was just like, like, this could be a TV show. What <laughs> <laughs> if these moved? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, 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 Noah. Yes. You and I uh, uh, watched Twin Peaks, right? Mm-hmm. We watched The Return. I love it. Let's get into it. Okay. I want to hear. I want to hear just your your the download of your your thoughts, your initial reaction, okay. your reaction to the finale. Just go on a go on a tear about Twin Peaks. <laughs> Let's lose everyone. <laughs> yep. Uh, not, I want to say for the listeners, this is one part of a giant mosaic that we call the show. So, yeah, uh, I'll, I will keep it because you had I on the I walked here. I I was telling Colby I walked here from my place, which was about an hour, and I saw that he did a Twin Peaks episode. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll listen to this on the walk. Uh, so I won't. Well, I'll make it as quick as possible mm-hmm. for Twin Peaks recap because that episode was so great. If it, you and Maggie, right? Mm-hmm. May uh, did such a great job. Well, thank you. I my one uh, point of concern with your recap was, uh, I think you. I I'm I have like five minutes left, but I think you guys left out the twenty five years later aspect to everything. Because you, I, you guys kept saying, yeah. "I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to pick a fight with you, Colby." Yeah, but you guys kept saying, "Oh, like." David Lynch kept pitching this to Showtime or like, or Showtime came to him. But I think David Lynch was like going around and he's like, this is 25 years later. Oh, interesting. Cause Laura Palmer in, I think season two of the original series says, I'll see you in 25 years. Yes, she does. And it's 25 years this year. So you think it was, it was his idea. Intentional. Interesting. Because, and then like, okay. and, and then 17th episode of the return, like correct me if I'm wrong, but they shot, there's like extra footage to support that, like, new timeline of, like, Laura not being murdered. Uh-huh. Like, so he had, like... And I, I would have to go back cause, and, like, rewatch the return, that episode, to make sure I'm, like, saying this right. But it feels like they shot extra scenes back then yeah, to, like, support, like, if this ever does get, like, picked up again, we have this footage if we That's need so it. That's so interesting. I wonder. I wonder if they shot extra footage at the time or if... Um, because they... There's a shot in the show of so everybody knows the, the famous thing where she her body is discovered at the beginning and yeah. you get Jack Nance going she's dead <laughs> trapped in plastic. Um, but in the there's a sequence in this new show where they that her body disappears and he just walks past and like yeah. goes fishing. They shot it super wide. Yeah. So I wonder if that's even him. I wonder. Uh, but it, like, it's still, it, it has a very like filmed in the 90s it like, does, vibe yeah. to it. And it, does, it looks exactly the same. Like it did. Too, and, yeah. like, and, I, and you need to watch Fire Rock with me. I've seen it now. You've seen it now. I, 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 I emailed Maggie this week to say I finally watched Fire Rock with me. It makes a ton of sense to me 
having seen the yeah. return, but I cannot imagine having watched it in '92 after seeing the show. Yeah, and just being like completely uh, <laughs> like flabbergasted. Yeah, by it. and it gives like way more context to the Black Lodge and all of the crazy characters in there. Um, I think, but with that, uh, I have one of my coworkers is like grew up watching Twin Peaks, like mm-hmm. very much like is my the person I go to like nerd out about Twin Peaks with them. Yeah. And then uh he was telling me there's about I think like an hour and twenty minutes of lost footage from Firewalk with me mm. that never made the film, but you can go on YouTube and find. Oh and it's like okay. missing scenes. Interesting. Which which I think le- like lends itself to like I'm sure there's so many missing scenes from Twin Peaks that like Oh yeah. From the series. Yeah. Um I wonder if so, uh, uh, getting very in the weeds now. Yep. Fire Walk with Me is getting a Criterion release later oh this year. Oh my goodness! So I wonder if they're going to do anything with that and like uh, put more lost footage. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. And then, and then my quick, my quick theory, and it's been passed around a lot. I think like Kyle McLaughlin retweeted it. But is the re- have you read the reality theory? Like our reality versus Twin Peaks reality. That the last the last timeline is is like our world. The whole series it's a whole just commentary on like watching Twin Peaks. Yeah, it's like yeah. a very like like snake eating its own tail like referential like like because every time they talk like every everything in the show is fake, mm-hmm. and then there's certain points where it becomes real and the when like the the actress that. David Lynch's character, uh, Gordon Cole, dreams about. He calls her oh, by her Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. Yeah. Is- Which, if if you would, uh, if you would, <laughs> if you would permit me, no, please play the clip. If you would permit me, this is the funniest thing to me. And last night, I had another Monica Bellucci dream. <laughs> and now they look at him like this happens all the time. Just like okay, he's talking about another Great. one. <laughs> But so, like, they- I was in Paris on a case. <laughs> Monica called and asked me to meet her at a certain cafe. All right, look, it's that, great. This clip is three minutes. <laughs> we could go. We're just yeah. gonna. This show's gonna be coming watching episodes. Yeah. Of Twin Peaks. yeah. But like, I, I, again, to keep it brief, every time they mention somebody, like, and then. Like Audrey Horn is like, get, yes. I need to go to Billy. Billy, yeah. there's no Billy character. There's Billy Zane, yeah, which plays her love interest. So there, so she and and then at the end when she goes, like everybody's Audrey's dance, yeah, and she dances. She yeah. doesn't. Uh, the theory surmises that like she doesn't know that song's called Audrey Dance. Mm-hmm. We know it as Audrey's dance because like that's what it is it's on, on the, the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so she's trapped in our reality yeah and it's just oh i encourage everyone (laughs) i i think like it's listening to people talk about twit peaks like you guys made fun of it too just like it just sounds like it sounds bonkers it just is chaos it's just like you could we could say anything right now i could just say like oh and then like yeah when that duck came in with the cigarette in its mouth and it was (laughs) like you have to go back like it could be a thing it really could be a thing and and like and if it was in the show, I'd be talking about it with such passion. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, it's like very referential of that one scene <laughs> yes. in like the episode two of season one, where it's just like they reference the duck with the cigarette, and then they finally get to see it. It's just like, no. But I, I encourage everyone to watch it because you guys hinted on it too. Of just like it is one of those things 
like I'll be walking and I'll just remember a scene from it and mm-hmm. be like, what a cool like visual or like yeah. And you guys mentioned the poem from one of the woodsmen of just oh you know, yeah like, yeah. Here's there's, the, there's the water <laughs> and there's, there's the well. <laughs> it's so creepy. That whole episode's creepy. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I encourage. Uh, <laughs> Uh, everyone to watch it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a great. Strong rec. It's uh, a strong, a strong recommendation because uh, I need more people to talk about it with. Same. I know. <laughs> I've, I I've exhausted enough. my resources. Cannot get enough. Oh. Let's get some calls coming in. Let's get seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. That's seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. This is Radio Free Brooklyn Young Persons Radio with me, your host Colby Smith, and my guest today, Mr. Noah Gebstad. Noah, yes. I want people to call in with. Uh, I want people who have never seen to call, uh, seen Twin Peaks to call in with their theories. Yes, I want people to, uh, very lengthy lengthy theories on what Twin Peaks is about if you've never seen it because it's probably right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. probably very right. And, it's just like, <laughs> All right. and if it's wrong, that's uh, you know, it's even better. Seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. That's seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. Now Noah. Yes, I. I'm going to show you a picture now. Okay. And I'm going to describe it uh, to uh, to the listeners, you know, who obviously uh, can't see it. But can you uh, can you see this guy at all? Wait, wait. I can't. Okay. okay. We're turning around. This is what he looks like. Okay, yes. Yeah. So, not knowing who this guy is and ignoring the fact that there are guitars in the back. Yeah. Who would you, what band would you say he plays in? I, my guess would be uh, Def Leppard now, <laughs> based on the long flowing blonde locks, but the horrifically, uh, <laughs> like, wrinkled face. Yeah? I, yeah, he looks like, uh, what band? Oh, he looks like no. He doesn't even look like he's a part of like a popular band. He looks like uh, he plays backup if like Hall Notes needs to like <laughs> fill out like the stage a little bit more for like a more like rock and roll song. Yeah, yeah. So this guy, his name is Brian Ray, and if you are at home listening on your computer, you know, look him up <laughs> just to get a visual. This guy is Paul McCartney's guitar player. What? In his current band. This guy who looks like every, like, 80s hair metal band, like, every guy just, like, didn't cut his hair and just kept the same look for 30 years is Paul McCartney's guitar player. That guy looks like he goes to Guitar Center for the conversation. (laughs) Yes. He just hangs out there. Talking to the guys. Yeah, just like... Gotta... Gotta, what kind of amp you got? <laughs> Just like, well, you're going to buy any strings? Oh, I'm good, man. Yeah, he is 62 years old. And uh, so I saw, uh, because of this guy, I saw, uh, not because of him. I, this, this is the wrong way to start the story. Starting over, I saw Paul McCartney at Madison Square Garden on Friday. It was a lot of fun, but I could not get past how ugly this dude is. <laughs> so I think what we got to do as our first like piece of merch for Young Persons Radio. <laughs> Let me see what you think of this idea. Okay. We do a calendar. Yeah. 12 months for uh-huh. 2018 of 
the ugliest dudes in classic rock bands. <laughs> and Brian Ray is January. <laughs> he kicks it off. I don't know. Is January like... Do they, when you do a calendar or something like that, yeah. do the months... Do they mean... Do they have a hierarchy? Is January number one or is like is it a countdown? To Are you talking December? about a calendar year? Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think there's an order to it. No, I know, but I, <laughs> you can't mismatch it. <laughs> but I mean, like you can't make your own year. I mean, like, you could like a Playboy calendar. Is Miss January like the the the, the hottest, and then December's like twelfth place? I just no, like in regards to like if you made a photo of just like classic rock guitarist. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh, is that a call? That is a call. They'll probably want to weigh in on this issue. Caller, welcome to the program. Hello, Trevor. This is Brian Ray. Um, I'm glad you came out and saw a show with Pete Paul McCartney last night. Brian, I, I am having a hard time hearing you. Brian, this is Brian Ray. I'm calling on a British cell phone. It's because I've got a British cell phone. Okay. Um, I'm glad you liked the show, mate. I'm glad you liked the show. I did. I had a, I had a great time. Yeah, we did all the oldies, we did all the old songs, and, um, yeah, I do like to go to Guitar Center, so thank you. <laughs> um, what, what's your, what's your setup? What's your, what, 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 uh, what's your, what's your setup right now, guitar-wise? Like, I've got like? a Fender Stratocaster with 16 strings, and I use, um, a double-necked guitar, and, and Paul McCartney is, is, is a wonderful sideman for me. He's, he's done good work. Oh, Paul McCartney is your sideman. Your sideman? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a wonderful. I'm a wonderful sideman. But yes, I'm glad you liked the show, mate. I think that was a that was a Freudian slip there. I think you think you no. I think you. There is no Freud. It's just it's just Paul. Do you have a solo album? I do actually. I have a solo band. As a matter oh, of fact, very good. Yeah. Hmm. Um. What's is it? Um, is it just your? Oh yeah. No, I, I, play, I play with some, some mates. I play with some cats. But yeah, is it you your, know, it's a, what's the name? Is it just uh, your name or? It, it's it's Gunswift. What is it? Gunswift. Gunswift? Gunswift. It's a British term. What does it mean? Oh, it means days of, of, of well-dressed men living on a hill. Okay. Okay. Well, that sounds yeah. pretty rock and roll to me, Brian. Favorite. Yeah. Favorite. I'm glad you enjoyed the show, mate. I did. I had a great time. I thought, uh, you know, yeah. you you uh, you guys did a great. Uh, you know, can I can I say something in all sincerity? Too many Beatles songs. <laughs> <laughs> you went to a Paul McCartney show, and your complaint is too many Beatles songs. Not enough. Not enough Wings. I uh, love Wings. <laughs> I think Wings. I actually like Wings a lot. I think they're really good. Wings over America. Mm-hmm. Venus and Mars, Wings they like that America. album. What's your favorite Wings album? Does Paul know? Uh, I, I talked to Paul about this before. It's actually a, a, a little-known uh, Wings album called um, called Back to the Egg from 1979. It's a, w- a wonderfully uh, overlooked record. Back it, to you the check egg. it out, Colby. <laughs> Back to the Egg. <laughs> Back to the Egg. And I'm being completely serious now. It's a wonderful record. That is, uh, you know, I, I don't know that one. I'll, I'll check it out. Is yeah, that it's an interesting out? record. He uh, put together could be the greatest rock band of all time. They're members of The Who, members of Led Zeppelin. Um, for, if you want to think about the Rockestra Orchestra, and uh, I, I think he was, um, it's a woefully underrated record. Check it out, maybe in the song, in the show with one of the songs from Back to the Egg. It's wonderful that's not, yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's Wings. not a bad idea. Wings, yeah. If you haven't picked out your closing songs, I listen every week, Colby, you know that. I uh, yeah I uh, I do uh, you know what I didn't know that you uh, yeah that way <laughs> uh, did that we do that's we, serendipitous we get, we get the broadcast back in England you know, radiofreebrooklyn.com. 
Oh, wow. Well, that's great. I mean, uh, um, I, th- I thought I thought you were a California native, but I guess... Uh, <laughs> no, no. We are, we, we're all from England. Okay, cool. Do, yeah. Do yeah. You... We have to speak the language that Paul does, so he just hires Brits in the band. Sure. Yeah. The, yeah. Do you play for and any... Of course, I'm, I'm the youngest guy in the band as well, too. You know that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I did too. research on everybody else. I was also like... If, I hope you don't mind me saying this, Brian, but the look of the stage... Uh, is it, w- it was surprising to me. It just it kind of looked just like uh, I don't know. There was nothing. There was nothing Exciting. particularly remarkable about. It. I don't. I really can't stand no, when course, shows are like that. Yeah, Paul's a little tight on the on the on the money sometimes. Um, and it costs at least five hundred dollars to put that show together. That's it. Five hundred dollars. Wow. Okay. Five hundred pounds. Five hundred pounds. Sorry. Oh, oh so sure. Yeah, okay. Just a little more. It's a little more. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, that's hey, a Colby, little. Colby. Uh, my, my reception's kind of crummy, so I'm going to leave you here and get on to some other callers. But uh, and thank you and, and your guests as well too. Always a pleasure to listen to you on a Sunday morning. Well, I'm talking like an Irishman. Brian, I I appreciate you so much calling in. I'm glad I could talk to you about the show uh, this close to seeing it. So you know, you call in any time you want. I will, and if I could request, uh, could you put me in March in the calendar? That'd be, that'd be better than January. March? Okay, sure, yeah. I'm going to write that down. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> right, Toby, and, and the guest. Have a good day, mate. You know what? You have a great day, you too. And, too. You know, man. good luck on the show tonight. Break a leg. Cheers. Cheers. Um, I'll try not to, but cheers. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Brian. Cheers. Wow. Brian Ray. Yeah. Brian Ray on the air. That's a, uh, that was huge. 718-928-9732 at 718-WAVY-C if you want to call in. Who knows who could call in now? Brian Ray just blew this whole yeah. thing wide open. That, that's going to be the biggest guest of the day. I, I really don't like when I saw, back in college, I saw Explosions in the Sky mm-hmm. in, in Royal Oak, Michigan, and they had no, they had no setup whatsoever. Like, they came out and it looked like a high school battle of the bands, and then there yeah. was two hours of just, like, and they didn't move around on stage, they, they just stayed stationary yeah. and just, like, looked down at the guitar as they, like, played yeah, 12-minute songs, and I was just like... so lame. Like, <laughs> you gotta give me some visuals or something. Totally. Like, I mean, on the other side, I don't like, I don't like too much, like, the U2 oh, model, no, no. I would, I, that I'm would, just I like, hate that, uh, but like, yeah. you know, I, uh, was a little something should go on, yeah. you know. But it was just, just kind of like, like he and the th- he and the two other guitarists were down like on the the front of the stage, and there was like a, a high rise, like yeah. second level where the drummer and the keyboard player were. And it was just you know, it was just the five of them. Yeah. That's you know? it. Hello, caller. Hey, oh. hey. there he is. There he is. Tim. 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 Hey, Noah. How's it going? Hey, buddy. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I uh, yeah, I know nothing about Twin Peaks at all. I Do you have, have no a theory? What <laughs> yeah. What's your theory? Yeah. Okay. So my theory is well. Okay. First, I want to <laughs> run what I think the show is by you. Okay. Yeah. Go. It's it's detectives, right? Like it's got it's like detectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far, so good. Solving extraterrestrial crimes. So, sort of. Or like fa- fantasy crime or weird. Yeah. Crime. Fantasy. Fantasy yeah. crime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Theological. My God, I didn't think I'd get this far. That's yeah, incredible. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 ten for ten right now. So it's the X Files, basically, right? No, no, they, they are. Uh, we talked about it last week. They're 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 soul brethren, I yeah. guess. Uh, uh, in that they share a lot of cast members, and it's it's uh it's you know 
it's ex- investigating a crime that uh, you know has uh, uh, supernatural. You know, supernatural origins. But uh, the the tones are are very different, and it's also it's less about the. Uh, what are you? Are you doing your laundry? What is yeah. going on there, <laughs> Tim? Call us when you're not Me? moving. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. I hope you enjoy the new place. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. Oh my god, I don't have any a theory. So what's the? Jeez, I can't. I don't know a single thing that happens in Twin Peaks. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. That's okay. That's you know. There's still time yeah. to yeah. check it out. I'll tell you my theory about the Matrix, which I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's on. Yeah, yeah, this is great. I recently rewatched the Matrix as well, so I'm happy to talk about this. Okay, so a thing that I just realized about the Matrix Here we is, go. you know, they're wearing all these like corny outfits and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they've got the glasses, they've got the trench coats. All right, I'm with you. And it's like it's kind of cool, but it's like not. It's like kind of lame and weird. The uh-huh. thing that I like didn't realize until recently is that all of the people in that movie are hackers, like computer hackers. Yeah. So they're all losers who have been, like, locked <laughs> in rooms just staring at a computer screen forever. And yeah. then the Matrix is them, like, showing what their idea of cool is, which is all, like, slick back hair and sunglasses and stuff. Oh. <laughs> Does that make sense, or is that, like, a thing that everybody knows already? Well, the the people... The hackers that are the main characters aren't the ones making the Matrix. No, but when they put themselves in the Matrix, they're not dressed like everybody else, oh, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. So all the, all the stuff where they're like, man, this is so cool, it's like what a hacker thinks would be cool. <laughs> yeah, it's the Which sunglasses. Like, and I was like, oh, that's why like, like Keanu Reeves is like not ripped in the first one. Yeah. Like, all of them are just kind of like these scrawny, pale-looking inside people <laughs> and i was like oh shit why is this you know because because before then we they knew about muscular people right they like arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> had been doing movies Sly Stallone was running around <laughs> i'm sure there were other people who were like jack this is a good question does sylvester stallone in, exist in the matrix <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> I'll, I'll answer that right now yes but also tim it was like it was like what 98 that was like that style was cool in '98 because mm-hmm. he goes to the dance party right in the first one. He like goes to the club with the hackers. Yeah, he goes to like the club. That's right. So he like goes that's to a like, cool you club. Think that was cool in '98. I, I think that was cool. I think '98. I think that was cool. I think those were that those were cool outfits in 1998. You don't oh. think they're a little weird though? They're like like I still think I don't think trench coats. Like a long leather trench coat was ever like, yeah, this guy's here to party. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, now, like now we know that like, and he's like kind of shuffling his feet, you know. Now we know, oh, this guy in a trench coat's about to go shoot up a school. That's what we I know now. Trench coats have ever been like, this guy is here to dance. <laughs> You're right. I agree with you. I agree with you. But they weren't even dancing at that. Cl- it was more of like a like electronic music. It was like it was like EDM. So it was more like. It was like trance music, right? It yeah, was like, yeah, that's true. I, I guess it's all, the, the cool it thing about music. I think, exactly. <laughs> the cool thing about that scene is that Trinity is revealed to be like an internet celebrity. <laughs> like, like Neo knows who she is. Yeah, she's like, he's like, oh, you're Trinity. You did this cool hack, and she's like, yeah, what? <laughs> she's like, it's, dude, I'm, I'm also like physically battling people now. <laughs> that was back when like. 
to be a hacker, you had to have one computer monitor that had green text on it and only yes. green text. Yes, exactly. And just like... <laughs> you didn't need a mouse. You, you didn't need a monitor. <laughs> There's always just a monitor with like... Or like light blue text. Mm-hmm. It was like light blue text, white background, or black background. Green text. Like yeah. very like lime green text. Yeah, it's the same thing that Strong Bad used on all those emails. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that... Uh... <laughs> was that a reference to... Uh... The Homestar Runner? Homestar yeah, Runner. yeah, it was. Twin Peaks? No. no. <laughs> Did you Im- Oh, my God. <gasps> Wait. Strong Bad and Twin Peaks Wait, is the... Wait, really quick. Yeah. Can, can I just throw out the thing I meant to mention? Yes. In Twin Peaks? I'm sorry, Tim. Uh, th- this will not take long. The explanation... Me apologizing is taking longer. I have uh, time. Uh, <laughs> Riverdale, which is an amazing show, and everyone else should can watch that, because that is, that is amazing. And Riverdale and Twin Peaks have a universe connection. What is it? Uh, the diner that all the kids hang out in in Riverdale in the atomic bomb episode of The Return, the diner in the 1950s is called Pop's Diner. Ah. And it looks like, or it doesn't look exactly like it, but its t- title is Pop's Diner. And all the kids hang out at Pop's Diner in Riverdale. Wow. Wow. And uh, Madchen plays the mom of Betty Cooper. Oh, wow. In so Betty Cooper, oh my God! Yep, yeah. This is Madison Amick who plays Shelley. Yes, Shelley Johnson. Tim, you still there? <laughs> can you can you do that? Can you, if you are working on something that is totally another thing, can you just go like, yeah, they're in the same world? I think so. <laughs> I think you. I think you it's... know, like if I shoot a web series, <laughs> can I say it's in the same universe as the MCU? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Marvel, we can. Marvel movies. Let's do. Yeah. Let's work on that together. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna just shoot a web series. Hear that there was like I, I don't know who the main Marvel dude is, but the guy who like designs all the movies. Oh, there's like uh, there the Mar- the head of Marvel Studios. Okay, did an interview with with like the head of Sony, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. there's like this feud over like the rights to Spider Man and some of these other characters, and they're making like an independent Venom movie that is Sony and going to exist on its own. Ooh. and then in an interview they were like, is this in the MCU? And the Sony lady's like, of course it is. And the Marvel guy was like, what do you mean it is? Your company is not affiliated with the Marvel Cinematic Universe anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was just a quick uh, quick story. <laughs> quick. <laughs> Tim, yeah. with. Tim, go ahead. I want you to write a web series that takes place in the Matrix universe. <laughs> I want you to be somebody that taps into the Matrix to just film a web series. What's the premise? Am I am I free of the Matrix, or am I just another pawn? That's up to you, That's man. That's up to you. I think I think in this my is... head in my head right now you have your own ship, and you plug into the Matrix. And when you get there, rather than solving any crimes or like fighting any of the agents, you're like, let's let's film something. Shoot a sketch. Let's shoot a sketch. Because there theoretically there had to be people there that are just like, let's hang out in here. Like we can for <laughs> sure, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, plugging in to see friends. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to save w- anybody. I'm just like, hey, how's it going? I still have to go to work in the Matrix. <laughs> I want to see a montage of you on your ship, like putting in different floppy disks, but it's just like sketch writing and then like directing. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, we got a uh, somebody's been trying to call for a while, so I'm going to take this last call. Uh, but thanks for calling, okay. buddy. Bye, Tim. Anytime. Tim out. Bye. Is that other caller on the line? No? All right, we'll call back. 
There we go. There's that last one. Hello, caller. Welcome to the program. Oh, my gosh. Uh, hello, Noah and Colby. Hello. Do you know who this is, Noah? No. This is superstar caller Marta. Hi, Marta. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, sorry, I was just calling over and over again to try and interrupt that fascinating phone call with Tim Keck. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Keck. Oh, I mean, I was the just, food lives. I was listening closely. Um, but, uh, okay, so uh, I am with Tim Keck on the, I've never, um, the connection is so weird, but I've never uh, seen whatever that show is that you were just talking about. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Mm. Um, or, and I don't know what the hell Matrix is, the Matrix, none of that uh, I can dive with. But um, I do have a moral dilemma I thought maybe you and Noah could help me with. Yes, sure. we are uh, more than qualified to help you out with your moral dilemma, Marta. Okay, so um, I was walking down the street uh, like probably two weeks ago, and I saw that someone put out live safe traps for some rats. And they are, he lined them up by his motorcycle. And I, and I had been seeing this, and I, and I, wouldn't, I was scared to look that there would be a rat trap in there. And so one morning, I saw a rat in one of them, and I, I took the trap. I opened up the little fence to the front of their thing. I took the trap and the rat to the park, and I released the rat, bought him a little quiche, so he got to eat quiche, and then I trashed the trap. I just threw, I just like tossed it. Mm-hmm. So the other day I was walking down the street, Mr. Menacing on his motorcycle comes over to me, all like gladiator, badass man comes over and he says, what'd you do with my trap? Whoa. And I said, uh, what? And he said, what'd you do with my trap? I saw you. And what'd you do to the rat? And I said, well, what do you do to the rats when you catch them? And he said, I don't need to tell you. I said, well, what, then I don't need to tell you. Anyway, came down to... He wants to call the police and tell them that I took his rat trap. Wow. Should I, or pay him $30. Should I pay him the $30 for the rat trap? Should I just continue to, to ignore him? Do you think the police will give two shits about a woman stealing his rat trap? What do you think? Well, uh, just really quick, the trap was by his motorcycle? Yes. So was the rat trying to steal his motorcycle? He, I guess he puts them there because maybe the rats, like, will chew wire. I don't know why he does that, but that is my assessment. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess what I would say is, uh, you know, good, good to save the rat. But at the end yes. of the day, you did steal from this man. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. So he wants what is he he wants thirty dollars for the for the trap? He wants the trap back or he wants thirty bucks. But you trashed the trap. Well, I just left it in the park. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder if it Trash would be... the Trap also a good wings album, by the way. <laughs> I wonder if it would be cheaper to just go out and buy a new trap. Buy him a new trap, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's probably the but, that but, would probably I don't be... even want you to just say fuck 
you and, you know, call the police and let's, let's see what happens? I I think you want to do that. That's what it sounds like to Nobody me. else seems to be with me on this. No one else. Everyone's like, just give him the, just give him the thirty dollars. I just I mean, want to say, this... I'll come over and let me sit here on your on your stoop while you call the police and tell them that the, the lady stole your rat trap. Look, I'm looking out for you at the end of the day, Marta. I don't want you to to withhold the trap from this guy. And meanwhile, the hell's angels come and uh, come and knock on your door one day. <laughs> Because it sounds like this guy's got connections there, and they're just like, yeah, ever been to a Rolling Stones concert? We, <laughs> and like, we went to one, and look what happened. But see, I know, because you and Noah, Noah, I don't know very well, but he sounds like a very nice person. Oh, thank you so much. He is, uh, he is. By tone and everything. And, um, and now, I wouldn't ask him, because Tim would say, just fuck, you know. He'd be like, that guy needs to come over and, yeah, whatever. Uh, okay, so I wouldn't ask you, but I, I would, you know, I thought that you and Noah would give, like, a good, safe answer, so I might have to just, you know, listen to somebody else besides myself. <laughs> Ma- yeah. Marta, I just don't want you to go back to your street and uh, just see the scene of a rat on a motorcycle flying by and the guy running up and just being like, told ya! <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I, th- I think this guy is ha- has a feud elsewhere with this rat. I think he's being tormented by the same rat. Finally caught him, and now this and the saga continues. Oh. It's like at the end of uh, Halloween when he falls off the when he falls off the balcony, and she goes back to be like, "Okay, it's finally dead." And uh, Jason, wait, yeah, no, Michael Myers, Ma- Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, and then he's not in the lawn anymore where he she thought he had fallen. So I th- assume he was like, oh my goodness, I finally caught the rat. And then went back yeah. and like, no, my motorcycle's still at risk from this bad boy rat. Yeah. So my, okay. thing, my thing is, and I think $30, I feel like for a rat trap, I bet it, I've never like bought a rat trap before. I feel like 15 I bet I bet they're 15 yeah. Well, no, it was a very well. It was a very nicely constructed trap. I mean, it's it's a, it's the live traps. They're like they're really really nice. So I'm sure it cost it. I always think it was probably more than that, but uh, he you, said thirty bucks. If so it's more I, than I, I yeah. don't know. We'll if see. it's if it's more than thirty, give I would just give him the thirty dollars. If it's less than thirty, buy a new rat trap, and then just know you did the humane thing. And the rat got a nice snack, and that was very nice. And yeah. it got back in the park, and hopefully it was like, I shouldn't, maybe I'll stop tormenting this guy's motorcycle. And yeah. And maybe, <laughs> maybe he realized, like, okay, like, this lifestyle of trying to, like, mess with this dude isn't going to pay off. I'll be, <laughs> <laughs> like, and now that rat, what if that, I hope that rat is upstate. I hope that rat, like, was, like. I saw the rat the other day. He's still in those bushes, uh, and he looks like he's doing good. So he's finding food in the park. I, I wonder if I wonder if he never knew that park existed, mm. and now is setting up a new like, and has like park friends, like met a, like met a squirrel, maybe met like a snail. Yeah, and, but like, see, I'm worried crew. about maybe the other rats that he's trapping too. So you know, I mean, it continues on and on, but. Uh, at least I, at least I was able to set that one free, and and I, you know, I don't even want to know what he's doing to the other ones. Yeah, I hope they're all powering his apartment's electricity <laughs> and little wheels in his basement. <laughs> <laughs> all just running. Yeah, they, they're all building a car. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, oh, well, Martha, okay. it was so uh, nice to talk to you. I hope, you nice. know, call in and let us know how uh, how this resolves. Ooh, okay, I will. I'll keep, I'll keep you posted. It was nice meeting you, Martha. Nice to meet you. Know, talk soon. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. All right. All what, right. What a, what a bad boy rat. I know. I know. Oh, all right. All right. Fine. Fine. One more call. Real quick. Real quick. Caller, welcome to the program. You got 60 hey, seconds. Hey, Colby. Oh, oh Tim Keck. Whoa. 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 It's a double Tim Keck. And she's like, yo, should I, should I have not robbed this man? <laughs> yeah, doing shit. What are you doing? Yeah, pay him the money. Tim, don't steal stuff in the first place. Tim, do you believe in my theory that that rat was trying to get to the motorbike and drive off? Dude, of course you do. Matt, rats love bike trips. Yeah. He's probably going to head to Vegas. Yeah. Spend all of his earnings. I, I, think she left out he was, I think she left out he was wearing a little leather jacket. Okay, so you're spinning it in that she didn't cause a crime. She actually stopped a crime. Yeah. Wait, no, that guy stopped the crime with the trap. And then she yeah, the trap. The and, and, and then the yeah. saga no, continues because that rat's going to try and, and steal the bike again. Your podcast will be used as evidence in a court of law. <laughs> bars. This isn't a podcast. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I'm going. It becomes a podcast eventually, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, way after the fact. Every Friday on well, iTunes. Okay, then they'll bring in a uh, live-to-tape recording of the radio show, then. F- all right, fine. Look. All right. Anyway, I'm pitched. I'm pit- I'm ar- Tim, get out of here. There's Tim, another go. caller. There's another caller. Caller, you're on the program. Caller. 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 Hello? Hello? Hi. Hey, Colby, it's Kevin Bauer. How are you <gasps> doing? Oh, it's Kevin Hi, Bauer. Kevin. Hey, Noah's there too, right? How you doing, pal? Hey, buddy. Comedian Kevin Bauer on the line. (laughs) Man, guys, I gotta say, I just woke up and I saw a Facebook post uh, about the show, and I was like, oh, I gotta call into that one. Yeah, yeah. Did you have you listened at all? I have not. I've been asleep, but I did (laughs) see in the Facebook post that Colby was going to tell a story about seeing Paul McCartney. Yeah, I told it already. I saw Paul McCartney live one time. You did? When? What year? Yeah, uh, Columbus 2015, oh. I, think, I think October 2015. How many Wings songs did he do? Oh, my God, dude. Like, like kind of a lot. Like, more Damn than it. I think anyone expected, right? Oh, I never need to hear Love Me Do again. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> the song is 90 seconds long. And I just, I can't, I, no, no thanks. <laughs> I don't think he played Love Me Do. Did they do? The, they did it at my uh, show. They did it at my oh, show. Oh shit! And I was just like, Dude, okay, he I guess burned himself out on it. I'm sure everyone here is having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how did they do the insane pyrotechnics for, for Live and Let Die? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was oh, really? it was awesome. Yeah, he was fucking crazy. And then Noah, by the end of it, he was just like everybody was going nuts in the entire stadium. Like everybody else in the band was going crazy on stage. And then the uh, the Jumbotron just zoomed in on Paul's face, and he just looked like a 70-year-old man who wasn't thrilled about all these explosions. <laughs> I, I can neither confirm nor deny this, because, like, obviously there was, like, smoke in the air and whatever. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he covered his ears during that the whole oh, thing. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, Kevin, um, we're, we have precious few minutes left, so I got to wrap up. I, but I could talk about hey, this for a while. 
Hey, good to talk to you, boys. You too, Kev. We'll talk soon. See ya. All right, no more calls. Let's do plugs really quick. Noah, the next lo-fi... Next is, lo-fi is next, next this weekend. coming Saturday. This coming Saturday. This coming Saturday. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, we had rehearsal yesterday, and uh, everyone's like truly. If I wasn't a part of it, I would still be like such a like fan. And oh like, yeah, I would come on here and plug lo-fi if I wasn't a part of it. It's, yeah, like everyone in it is amazing, and I'm better for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I am such a better person for knowing him. Oh, my so, God. Like, come have fun with it. It, it yes. does feel... It's a very, like, low-key, like, fun show. Mm. Like, and we all hang out afterwards, so it's... Yeah. Saturday, September 23rd, 10.30. 10.30. Under, under St. Mark's. Under St. Mark's. Yeah. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, Lo-Fi NYC. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of fun ideas. Brewing. And uh, I'm getting told to wrap it up. <laughs> And you can find uh, you can be found on Twitter at Noah Geb, and you can find me on Twitter at Colby J Smith. Please tune in next week to Young Persons Radio right here in Radio Free Brooklyn, where our guest will be Natasha Vainblatt. In the meantime, we're going to go out to. She said she needed to talk to me. When we met at the cafe. Cooper was there. No, we're not doing that. This is uh, <laughs> this is the song Panama by Sports. See you next time, everybody. Hey.